0: You are now listening to Conscientization 101, an online magazine combining reflection, music, and action through independent media.
1: It's uh, very important to be with conscious African women and men. And I'm very excited to see Conscientization 101, to see Sister Zari there and the brother James, And uh, to see that you have started an organization to conscientize the world, especially African people, about what's really going on in this world.
2: Conscientization
3: 101.
2: A lot of these people right now in this conscious, so-called conscious movement, they're not actually living in that in that lifestyle. Bakers. That's why, you know, obviously yourself, we're in the same sort of frequency. That's why you're listening to the same things I'm listening to because we're sharing that same sort of thought. We want the same sort of things, and a lot of people don't want the same sort of things. Even yourself, what you're doing now is for the people. So everything is people-based.
0: Globally conscientizing
2: be proud of what um, this kind of connection here is that you know when, no matter what is said no matter what is done um, you, you leave that you leave listening to our music with a feeling the same way we're gonna leave this conversation with the feeling and um, that is the most important thing for, for I and I the, the vibe and the energy and the feeling that you leave with because you might not remember every lyric but you're gonna remember the feeling so um that's 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 really important and that's what I'm getting from what you're doing. Doing 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 doing
4: doing <sighs>
2: the books, are war in the schools, war in the stores equals war on the food, war in the newspapers, wars in the news. Cause we can say one thing is true, then we a war. Fuck the system, fuck the system. You playing this in your car and turn up your system. They taking it too far, I had enough of covering up. It's him against us and fuck who with them? You vouchin'
4: for this government, you best to take cover then. Disrespect the motherland, I'll put you with that other man. You ain't no
2: brother, man. You police are like O'Chief, who ain't cool, yeah, I. Nigga, middle finger with the right and the other hand. It ain't Cause when you fit in a fact, Cause black on black crime as the system created from Poverty, stricken, and racist, and circumstance We on the battlefield We gotta take a certain stand This war is needed, dog, on all levels Because if you're Christian Take aim at all devils The one you call out with the piss for What about the one you call rich bro? now you think they got rich, bro Are taking us to wars, wars on the radio Wars, wars on the TV wars, wars in your house Wars, wars at your, wars your J-O-B War in the community Wars, J-O-B. wars, 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 needed, wars for needed for peace Better believe, jam- dog <laughs> war when you see me War in the books, dog, war in the schools, war in the stores equals war on the food, war in the newspapers, war in the news. If we can say one thing it's true, that we agree, so the war with the warrior. Train the slender brother training body weight uh, for All these G,
5: I'm shot to educate the get them battle ready. before you squeeze the trigger breast control Aim steady. turn on the TV propaganda saturated people better unplug with crackers you infatuated No loving the devils Poison in the water man flying spraying and chemtrail turning out our daughters make making frankincize food selling you bleaching and cream systematic men inside our front line is weakened manhood ascension We ought to reclaim my eyes. Nun melanated do for our strength. Maroon to Paul Morris, guerrilla out of plain sight Opportunity opposed, enemy, I take it like no peace talk Been swamped, fear don't live, feel my ancestors with me Brothers better
2: prepare them war. Wars on the radio, wars on the TV Wars in your house, wars, wars. wars at your J-O-B War in the community, wars needed for peace Better believe, dog cause war when you see me War in the books, dog, war in the schools War in the stores equals war Say one thing is true that we are educated misguided over sex and dress and nobody here asking why it's like this all the violence sirens mama's island dry from the crying tears For years we forgave those who violate us why they rapists are taken from our islands call us wild men while on the corner taking handouts from these races for violence men came on pair of get you Jesus for dessert and you forget the main course on trade, double and tundra It's sickening what the fuck we gotta do get lynched again before we see it and attack on our kids Two years old in the juvenile I'm mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. grown man, bitch This is grown man, bitch So sisters need warriors Not a fool, scared of warfare, shit mm-hmm. Fuck the talking, you know what this is Fuck the talking, you know what this is Wars on the radio, wars on the TV Wars in your house, wars, wars. at your J-O-B War in the community, wars needed for peace Better believe, shit. dog, it's war true. when you see me War yeah. in the books, dog, war yeah. in the schools Stores equals war. war on the food War, war. in the newspapers war. Wars in the news If we can say one thing it's true That we at war,
1: war. Welcome to another episode of Constantization
0: 101 Podcast
3: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Conscientization 101 Podcast.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm your host, Senior Editor James Stone, on this episode of Conscientization 101 Podcast. And it's good to be back with you. As some of you might know, I am healing up from a ACDF surgery. And let me tell you, that was and still is a real pain in the neck. By the way, I'm also in here with my lovely co-editor, Zari Sundiata. She's on the ones and twos over there. She actually shook her head like, this fool's crazy when I said pain in the neck, y'all. So, y'all you know how it goes. Say hi, Zari. Hello. hello. I don't know if you heard. She said hello in the background. But uh, All right. Anyway, we got a real exciting show for you today. This is going to be a very trenchant, perspicacious, and epigrammatic episode. This episode is part one of a two-part series with a collective of artists whose epistemological curiosity, like Paolo Fieri says, has produced a conscientized body of work with their ultimate goal being that of nation-building. Now, there's so much more to say, but before we get into today's show, I wanted to revisit our last episode in regards to our dear ancestor, Dr. Walter Walter Walter. Anthony Anthony. Rodney, Rodney. a.k.a. Dr. Dr. Wall. Wall. Now, if you recall in the last episode, I said I was going to be reading two books from Dr. Rodney. The Russian Revolution of You from the Third World and Decolonial Marxism, Essays from the Pan-African Revolution. Now, if you recall, I said I was actually looking forward to reading Decolonial Marxism, right? A little more than I was looking forward to reading the Russian Revolution book from Dr. Rodney. Well, let me tell you this. I actually have to say I was bowled over by the Russian Revolution of You from the Third World. I mean... I was literally pulled over, okay, and it's just crazy, right? Especially during these times, you walk around a state like Texas, walking around, talking about the Russian Revolution, right? And even the so-called liberals don't like Russia. They're like, "Oh, this guy's a Russian agent of Trump or something." I don't know. You know how these people are. Now. I mean, you, I mean, talk about anti-intellectual, okay? Oh my goodness, I don't, I don't really understand it, but man, I mean. Anyway, this is what I want to do. There's a passage that basically exemplifies not only the erudition of this particular work, but of Dr. Walter Anthony Rodney in general. And so what we're going to do now, I'm going to read from uh, the Russian Revolution, A View from the Third World. I'm just going to read from page 186 right now. But where do we stand? We cannot say that we are in between, neutral, or any more objective. We have our own historical stand and must define our position relative to our own history. By we, I mean the colonized and formerly colonized. Black Africans, workers, and peasants were intellectuals with roots in said classes because we were colonial Inside capitalism, we were taught that the varieties of bourgeois thought encompassed the truth, just like people in the developed capitalist countries. The materialist worldview is excluded or mentioned as one among many alternative views. The result is a Marxist view through a distorted bourgeois lens. Ours clearly cannot be that. Of the bourgeoisie? Is it that of the Soviets? They have their national and international interests, and their historiography reflects this. While we share much with the Soviets because of the similarity of our present and past with their past in the period under study, current political and economic developments mentioned above complicate our position vis-a-vis the Soviets. Essentially, what we need to do is define our own stand first and see where it coincides. Assuming a view springing from some socialist variant, not necessarily Marxist, but anti-capitalist, assuming a view that is at least radical humanist, then the Soviet Revolution of 1917 and the subsequent construction of socialism emerges as a very positive historical experience from which we ourselves can derive a great deal as we move to confront similar problems. Damn, right? You know what I'm saying? Did y'all get that? Again, Dr. Rodney's analysis of the Russian Revolution not only polemically incinerates bourgeois historians' analysis of it, but he juxtaposes this global historical event in relation to what we as a people, right, can learn from the Russian Revolution for our own struggle, as the affirmation passage demonstrates. I mean, that was the whole point. When I read that passage, we can learn something from the Russian Revolution as, in terms of struggle. And it was a positive aspect in humanity. And remember, I think we tend to forget that these same bourgeois historians, that are critical of the Russian Revolution, are the same bourgeois historians that always justified the existence of South Africa. Right? Of, of, do I have to say apartheid South Africa? I mean South Africa period because it's still a settler colonial state. These are the same bourgeois historians. Well, you have to have a multiracial democracy. You know what I'm saying? What the hell is that? These are the same bourgeois historians that tell you, you must go slow, go slow. But then we got to help the Ukraine go to war. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right? And, and, and again, there's, there's nuances because the Russia of today is not the Soviet Union. I know I've heard people around here say,
0: you know, we can't be supporting the Soviet Union's incursion into Ukraine because, you know, Putin Lenin need to stop that Vladimir Putin Lenin. Joseph Stalin Putin is crazy.
3: I'm like, OK, they're mixing everything up with Netflix and everything else and Hulu in their head. I don't know. But like I'm saying, this is the same Bourgeois historians that are, that are critical of the Russian Revolution are the, are their mouthpieces of Western imperialism that justify our, that, that that have always justified our enslavement, colonization, and inhumanity. And we're still listening to these to these people today. And that's the whole point. We have to understand other phenomenon in the world. It's it's something that Amos Wilson said. He said, "It's not just good enough to read African centered books. We live in the world, so we gotta have to understand." The struggles of the world, but being centered in your worldview, right? But you still have to understand what's going on in the world because let's say we do come to power, we get sovereignty, we still gonna have to wheel and deal in the world. We're not gonna be able to run off and be by ourselves and stuff. I think that's what some people think, like resisting a silo. No, 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 baby. We're gonna have to play the game, the world game. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I, I I love this book. And, and you, sh- I mean, you really have to get look at this book. Dr. Rodney incinerates those bourgeois motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a, it's a, I was really literally bowled over by this book. I really loved it. I think you should check it out. You won't be disappointed. And now I also want to talk about uh, Dr. Rodney's Decolonial Marxism Essays from the Pan African Revolution. Now, y'all know I was really looking forward to this. Both of them. Were phenomenal works, but you know, I really like this one too. See, so where the Russian Revolution uh, book from Dr. Rodney was more um, essays geared toward just that subject matter, this one is like um, an anthology of essays. It's like different essays around like decolonization, Marxism, Pan-African Revolution, how you can use, uh, understand Marxist theory to understand Marxist theory is not a repudiation of pan-Africanism and this whole concept of is there a particular African socialism? It's something that bourgeois heads of state, bourgeois neo-colonial heads of state, such as Leopold saying that sang and whore that he was, was, was using to justify uh, being a neo-colonial puppet of France. Saying, well, we have a particular economy. We can have this a little bit, uh, handled it in capitalism and this socialism, you know, because that's how our African socialism worked right? It's like saying there's something called African freedom where you just let African people free on the weekends, you know what I'm saying? But you make sure if the five days out of the week they're working for white folk, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much what he said. He goes, Yeah, that's African socialism, that's what Leopold St. and the French were like, Oh, we, we, we like it, right? So, you know. He, he he walter rodney was like nah man you got to look at this shit scientifically you got to look at this stuff objectively stop trying to put your metaphysical feelings into it okay so it's a af- phenomenal work and what i want to do right here i'd like to read two passages from this illuminating work one is regarding culture right from the chapter the historical roots of african Underdevelopment." Ooh, sounds great right and the other is in regards to slavery from the chapter Slavery and Underdevelopment. I will be reading these passages respectively. The first one uh, about the historical from the chapter the historical roots of African African Underdevelopment is from pages 126 through 127 and I'm going to read that now. Besides, the Africans conducting trade on behalf of Europeans were inevitably influenced by European thought and values. The quest for European education did not begin in colonial Africa. It started when coastal rulers and traders recognized the need to penetrate more deeply into the way of life of the white man who came from across the sea. The mulatto sons of white traders and the sons of African rulers were the ones who went furthest along this line. At one level, it was strictly functional. The Sierra Leone chief in the 18th century explained that he wished, quote, to learn book to be rogue as good as white man. end quote. At another level, it meant imbibing those values which led to further African subjugation. The Reverend Thomas Thompson was the first European educator on the quote-unquote Gold Coast and he wrote in 1772 a pamphlet entitled The African Trade for Negro Slaves Shown to be Consistent with the Principles of Humanity and the Laws of Revealed Religion. The returned Africans who played such a crucial role in Sierra Leone and throughout West Africa in this period of the establishment of colonial rule were also in varying degrees products of Western culture and education, strikingly embodying potentialities of both enlightenment and mental confusion springing from deculturalization. Unfortunately, the latter trend was no more operative. And with the coming of colonial rule they became conscious and naive agents of foreign domination. The cultural nexus, therefore, provides further reason for seeking the roots of African underdevelopment and dependence in the early centuries of Afro-European trade. All right, I'm about to read the next passage, and it's from the chapter Slavery and Underdevelopment. And it is page 153, and I'm about to read it now. Africa was structurally marginal to the emergent world system of the 16th and 17th centuries. In strict terms, one could not in fact say that African societies had become integrated into the world's economy. Wallerstein argues persuasively as follows, but why Africans as the new slaves? Because Europe needed a source of labor from a reasonably well-populated region that was accessible and relatively near the region of usage. But it had to be from a region which was outside its world economy so that Europe could feel unconcerned about the economic consequences for the breeding region of wide-scale removal of manpower as slaves. All right, all right. I know, I know your mind is blown. I know your mind is blown. You got to get this book. I know you just heard that and we're like, whoa, right? I'm, you got to get this book. But I want to just start from the latter passage I read on page 153 from the chapter, Slavery and Underdevelopment. I mean, when Wallerstein says while Africa was chosen and African people were chosen to be the slaves for the colonization of the quote-unquote new world, I mean, it makes it so clear in a political economic sense. And let me just make this clear, okay? A lot of people think like, oh yeah,
0: you white people know everything in a crystal ball. It
3: just kind of fell out like that way, okay? They was play- The Portuguese was playing around and if you notice, the Portuguese was the first one in African enslavement and then they became like the doo-doo of Europe. I mean, for real, they became like a backwoods of Europe, right? Because, you know, it's usually the case in history. If you look at it, the people who do the things first always end up becoming the last, right? You look at it. Africans did, we did Kemet, we had Nile Valley Civilization, and now, and then the white folks come along late, 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 late in the game, and then we forget what happened. They remixed everything, and then they're seen as the ones, oh, they're the prevails of civilization, <laughs> right?
2: What folly,
3: folly to say it was black people in Egypt. <laughs> That's folly. So, I, I, I like how Wallerstein, uh, uh, Doctor Wa- Doctor Walter Rodney, put his quote in there, and it lets you know in the world economy that was developed by Western imperialism that African people, Africa the continent, was never meant to be developed for its to develop into it the its full human capacity as African people. It was meant to be developed how. Western imperialism needed it to develop, and how did it needed us to develop? Africa, African people, we're just seen as is. Uh, if you look at the continent, resource extraction, cheap labor, and we're meant to be conspicuous consumers. Other like dumping their trash goods. You can go all the way back to the time when they first started uh, interacting with these African kings and queens that we hail so much that I don't, right? I understand the sentiment but i don't i don't really like seeing african king and queen because them the motherfuckers it was a cahoots with the white folks okay so they was they was selling them like red feathers and cheap trinkets and stuff meanwhile we was giving them gold and they was like oh yeah take my people read yikwe my 2000 season see how yikwe amai feels about those kings and queens so that's pretty much when you say and we even today you hear people say they need to help Africa. They, and we say we need to help us. They got a role for you. You gonna consume their cheap junk and you also gonna push their ideology. And you just supposed to go over to Africa as a blackface if you from the states or something to help resource extract. And you can work with them petty bourgeois Negroes and y'all can holler about black business, but ain't none of you Negroes gonna get the Coltan. Y'all ain't challenging the cracker for the coltan. You just want the shea butter. Okay, you you don't even want the shea butter, you want to sell the shea butter. Okay, crackers got the shea butter, they got all the plantations and everything, distribution on lock, but you just want to slang it, and that's been our role to be some chumps and you know and buy it like this. Whole black, this whole black business crap, like some kind of way. Uh, some black dude's gonna be the head of like some nuclear weapons or something like that. If it is, he'd just be the face of it and the white folks would still control it. He'd say, ooh, ain't he the first black to own? The white people let him own it. The first black, I really love that crap. But I mean, and it also uh, brings truth to the lie, right? That, you know, I've heard many people say this when trying to uh, discuss how, why did they choose African slaves? And then you'll get this great erudite uh Reverend Chicken Bone, pimp Cadillac, greasy motherfucker, say,
0: We feel out of favor with God.
3: Now I've heard this more than once. Zari, she's laughing right now. Zari, you you've heard that, right? She just said, mm-hmm. And so this. And then the, you know, and the thing is, I understand that uh, Reverend Chicken Bone. Reverend Chicken Bone trying to get that collection plate. You know, he got the white Jesus up there looking like he just some Michelangelo look like he's a little homosexual looking a little feminine up there hanging around on the cross, right? I'm sorry if I'm a y'all. He's just hanging around.
0: Oh, do you want to touch my lamb?
3: Okay, that's what Jesus is saying. But the fact that somebody can say this to you and then you say, and you're a grown person and you say, that makes perfect sense to me. So, I mean, how do you even like in your mind, how, how do you conceptualize this? I mean, will we like dancing in Africa, and then God just comes up and says, "Hello,
2: Sabuque. I am God. I have a white beard, and I'm a white guy. Will you please do that dance for me whenever I want? I will not do my dance for you. Get away, God. Oh yeah, I'm gonna punish you with slavery. <laughs>
3: <laughs> when when the pastor tells you this, do you conceptualize it? Because I mean, I've had more than one person tell me this with a straight face. We fell out of favor with God. That's that's why we we're slaves. I said, so what about all the raping, pedophilia, you know, maiming, putting gunpowder up our rectums and lighting it, and, uh, you know, uh, putting molasses on us and letting insects eat us alive just for entertainment, making, uh, killing other enslaved Africans, cutting, uh, uh, disemboweling them, and then making them eat their guts on slave ships just to prove that if you try to run away, this could happen to you. So you know that's in favor of god that's right I, I i can't question his word so again you know this show is not for them because good god you can't really argue with somebody who believes that shit right but i'm just saying i think that's you know that's why you got to study And dr rodney i mean it's a very good book that just brings truth to the light. and also what our role is in western imperialism so when y'all still say the white folks need to save us the white folks need to help us I look at black business as the equivalent to when homeless people come up and uh, try to uh, wash my windows. That's what black business is. They're a bunch of window washers. Because you're not challenging the, the you're not challenging the people who own the means of production who stole it from the uh, primitive accumulation of capital, which was the hunting and black skins. I'm paraphrasing what Mark said in Das Capital. And 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 really, how did capitalist profit begin before capitalist production? They stole it. That's what Marx pretty much says is the primitive accumulation of capital and dies capital. That's what it is. So now we think, oh, you know, I'm going to be, you know, think about it. All the black business run is on the means of production of white folks. And we've talked about it before. I don't need to belabor the point because we said, yeah, they really want you to be free. But some kind of way when Cuba asserted their sovereignty, they have an embargo all the way up to this day. Right. So, you know, y'all know this. You're the listening audience of conscientization one on one. Now, (laughs) let me talk about the nexus, the cultural nexus from that quote on page 126 through 127. Fabulous, right? Fabulous, because when you understand the cultural nexus that is a key to the roots of African underdevelopment, as that chapter is called, once we begin to, once we became westernized That means they could get us to play this role they have assigned for us in the global economy. And, you know, now how does this happen? Because if you say my objective, I'm a Western imperialist, my objective is to control the world. You know what I'm saying? I want to dominate everything. We want Western Europe to dominate everything. So what's the strategy and tactics you have to employ? The strategies and tactics you have, the strategy is like, what we going to do is, We're going to get everybody loving Western civilization, Western culture. We're going to be really nice to them. People like to think the white folks came with the guns. Yeah, they came with the hard shit, but they couldn't move on us like that. That's why I find it funny when people say, well, how did we beat them? You know, because they got all the power. Y'all don't study history. When they came to Africa, they didn't have no power. They didn't have no power when they came to this this continent in North America, North, that's now known as North America, Turtle Island. You think they had the power? What they say? Thanksgiving, the Pilgrims couldn't even eat nothing. You know what I'm saying? They act all nice. They they what is it? They they dissimulate uh, their true intentions, right? They like oh we need you. Oh you ever heard of Jesus? What what uh, 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 the Portuguese say? He likes lambs. Uh, uh, King Joao. is is he a christian do you want to play with his lamb and we'd be all nice and stuff you know instead of being we'd be xenophilic it's a stranger we love him we'd be like oh i want to play with his lamb okay why don't you change your name to pedro oh for real i'll change my name to pedro you want this little ugly white wife oh she looks pretty i like her hair you see what i'm saying they get you to value their culture first right that's the, you know, that's the, that's the tactics. The strategy is we're going to get them to value our culture. The tactics is ship them Jesus. The tactics is to tell them King Jwau likes to have a savior who has a lamb hanging on his back. Maybe you'd like that, right? So, and all this is for the purpose of cultural misorientation. That is the term, cultural misorientation. And it is a term that was created to describe a particular mental disorder for us as African people who have been uh, Westernized, you know what I'm saying, and it was uh, uh, created by Doctor, our late ancestor, Doc. I said late ancestor, our ancestor, <laughs> Doctor Kobe K.K. Cambone. Okay, he created this term. He discerned it, and um, this is a term that you're gonna hear throughout this series. As a matter of fact, so. I, it, I think it's, you know, we've mentioned it in other podcasts before, but we never really defined it. So what we're going to do now, I'm going to, uh, we're going to define it. So first we're going to be reading from Dr. Kobe K.K. Cambone's African Black Psychology in the American Context, an African-centered approach, page 341. This concept was used in an attempt to account for the widespread Incidents of a form of mental disorder in African people that is sanctioned, nurtured, and reinforced by the institutional structure of the broader European-American culture society. As suggested in the foregoing, the psychopathological condition of cultural misorientation occurs as a result of the societal condition of European cultural oppression of the African community in America through the superimposition of the European worldview upon the black community's natural African worldview orientation. This is done through the Eurocentric nature of American society and its institutional indoctrinating process, infrastructure, which socio-culturally engulfs the African community. The Eurocentric institutions comprising American society socialize or more accurately indoctrinate and literally brainwash African people so effectively that the cultural oppression process can in many instances almost totally disconnect Blacks from their African cultural reality. At the conscious level of experience, Eurocentric institutions consistently reinforce, prioritize Eurocentric cultural reality and consistently punish, deprioritize, virtually any affirmation of African cultural reality in black people. The repetition of this experiential rearrangement of African experience through virtually every institutional arm of Eurocentric American culture effectively conditions the adoption, internalization of a Eurocentric self-consciousness in Africa. All right. And now we're going to read from Dr. Kobe KK Cambone's book, Cultural Misorientation, The Greatest Threat to the Survival of the Black Race in the 21st Century, page four. Perhaps another way to approach an initial understanding of this rationale for cultural misorientation, C.M., as the greatest threat to our survival would be to take as an illustration the scenario of drugging a person without their knowledge, of course, and in this case, them to lose their memory, after which you get them to engage in making some critical decisions affecting their life and future. Their functioning, consequently, is not normal and natural under these conditions. It is not optimal for them. Hence, any decisions choices that they make while in this altered drugged psychological state will not likely represent the kinds and quality of choices and decisions that they would make when they are functioning in their normal healthy psychological state. This situation conveys a similar psychological predicament to that of CM in that CM, Africans, Blacks, have much difficulty in trying to accurately and effectively solve their problems. African problems within a white, European supremacy-dominated society, reality, or world. CM allows, requires Africans in America to live with contradictions as normal or natural. I.e., we do not consciously experience the racial, cultural contradictions in our lives as contradictions. All right, so now that you have a good working definition of what cultural misorientation is, we're going to get into the series and what today's episode is about right now. Today, we will be playing Excerpts from part one of a two-part series. Today, we will be playing Excerpts, part one of a two-part series. Did I say excerpts? No, we mean the complete dialogue. (laughs) You heard it right, listening audience. We are going to be airing this series In its entirety. No need to look for this series in our unabridged interview section of our store. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. More of that, more of that. Thank you. It's our gift to you because we know you love your Conscientization 101 podcast. And we're happy to be back from convalescence. Yeah. All right. So today we'll be airing part one of a two-part series called MCE, Nation Building, Theory and Practice. Now, this dialogue took place on Saturday, June 17th, 2023, and it went for over two hours with our dear brothers hailing out of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, M-C-E. And just to our M-C-E, you might ask, well, that banging track that we started this episode with Kyle. wow that was mce so now that you know a little bit about mce here's their abridged because you know you can never really tell everybody's whole life i mean come on and it's still being written right this is their abridged curriculum
2: vitae yeah
0: MCE is a collective of multi talented artists hailing from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And while MCE possess a diverse skill set, which ranges from drawing, painting, and the creation of murals, music production is their passion and primary endeavor. Fueled by the lessons learned from our greatest teachers and scholars, MCE sound is the lifeblood of the people. MCE's music inspires not merely consciousness, but critical consciousness, which particularly focuses on people achieving an in-depth understanding of the world, allowing not only for their perception and exposure of social and political contradictions, but inspirational tools to change those contradictions. MCE is comprised of MC's Obofemi Kensei Delele, a.k.a. Magnum, Said Adams, and soul singer Ishmael Malakia. With exemplary wordsmiths complemented with melodic, harmonious, and ethereal vocals, MCE's music is not only a paragon of conscientization in terms of subject matter, the quotidian struggles of African people worldwide, but it is also eloquent and euphonious thus solidifying their status as a veritable and salient music group. All right, thank you for that co-editor,
3: Zari Sundiata. I figure y'all got tired of me over here ranting and raving in my diatribes. We have the nice ethereal voice of Miss Zari Sundiata. Read that out. Thank you so much. So, in part one of this series, MCE, Nation Building Theory and Practice... We discuss the following with our brothers, M.C.E., the formation of M.C.E. as a collective. How being from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, has informed M.C.E.'s praxis. The strategies and tactics M.C.E. developed to combat fatigue accrued through quotidian political struggle and much more. Yeah. I just want to throw that little yeah in there. So I was like, why did he throw the yeah in there? I don't know. It just It's kind of felt
1: right.
2: right? You know I don't know.
3: She's laughing. Y'all can hear her laughing. but It's crazy. We're, we're crazy over here. It's Conscientization 101. That's what happens when you don't think gee, you fell out of favor with God. And you need to pet Jesus' lamb. <laughs> That's what happens, man.
2: You don't want to pet my lamb.
3: That's like the voice I see with Jesus. I mean, because I'm from Austin, there's a lot of white people there. I mean, I mean, I think that's why the black people disappearing because they think they saw Jesus everywhere. And Whenever you see Jesus, black folks be disappearing. That's we ain't doing too hot right now because all we do is see Jesus now. (laughs) Sorry, say we've been seeing Jesus for a long time. That's that's why we're in the state we're in right now, right? We've been seeing Jesus. More we see Jesus, more we get gentrified. Jesus gentrifies that ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm, I'm, we're sorry if we got sidetracked. But just some quick notes in the margin before we start this episode, this series, right? One, One. I use the term bold over. <laughs> In reference to uh, Dr. Walter Rodney's The Russian Revolution of You from the Third World earlier, you know, and uh, it's a term that you're going to be hearing throughout the series because at the time of the series, I, you know, I just started a book called Issues of Manhood in Black and White, An Incisive Look into Masculinity and the Societal Definition of African Man. Uh, It's by uh, our great ancestor, Dr. Amos in wilson and uh it's actually in the editor's note from editor uh uh the editor is uh amos Wil- wilson's uh, uh, uh partner in african world info systems uh uh brother sababu plata okay so he actually says that in the editor's note in the book and that's why i was like wow i, li- I kind of like that term it's kind of you know how i felt when i when i heard mce's music you know i was i was you know, surprised in the most, 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 most pleasant way. You know, you're like, it's like, that's what bowled over means. It's like you you were expecting something, but you weren't expecting to be like, wow, right? So that's what bowled over means. Thank you, Brother Subabu Plata. So he was bowled over by uh, some of the um, disquisitions, lectures of uh, an analysis of Dr. Uh, Amos Wilson. Two, you're going to hear this sound right here. We were having some trouble on the day of uh, the interview with uh, Brother X, uh, uh getting him on Zoom. And so that took it was like we it took a quite a bit of time. and We were still recording. And so there was a gap and we're going back and forth trying to get it fixed. So in order to, you know, make everything coherent, we just put this in here as a transition. So don't think that I was just like, why did he just want to put in a guitar string? You know, no, 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 that's not what I that's not what we did. So, I just want to give those two quick notes in the margin so you understand why why these fools keep saying bold over bold over. What the hell is that guitar string, okay? You know, but um yeah, we're going to get into it. Uh I know you don't want me to bore you. You want me to get to the chorus. The main, only the good bits. Okay? That's what we're about to get into right now. We're going to do this right now. Here we go. I won't bore you. We're going to get to the chorus. We are about to begin MCE Nation Building Theory and Practice Part One. And you know, I got to say, yeah. All right, we are back. Post-surgery, first interview with our brothers from down south. We are here with the multi-talented, but I'm going to say better said, as our beloved ancestor, Dr. John Hero Clark, used to say about m the multi-genius, C E soul music collective how y'all doing brothers
4: doing good bro doing good
5: hey,
4: awesome peace. man glad to be
5: here brother man appreciate it appreciate it appreciate both of y'all mm-hmm. so-
4: all right, glad all right. To be here.
3: No problem, no problem. Glad you came on the show. Damn, I'm jumping. Oh, let me calm down. I almost jumped out the chair. Out I'm out of gonna there. let y'all know. If you hey. think I'm going crazy on the other side of the microphone and I'm jumping around, you are correct, my good sirs. Okay, because that's what I'll be doing. Don't knock
0: hey. down the microphone. I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to. Hey. I got a
3: lot of room back here. All
4: right now. Hey, we hey we happy to be here. For sure. Hey, show.
3: Hey, the show. hey, look, show. look, we happy because right now we about to get this
1: knowledge. I remember
2: when. <laughs> I, oh, don't
3: get me start singing. Uh, see, if you listen to the show, everybody every now and then I bust out, start singing. I think I sing. That's that's why I like E's part. He be singing and stuff. You think you can rap too? Oh man! But I, but I don't even try to. Think, but i am just <laughs> free the land, free the land. We were contraband. Hey, well, hey. oh, let me take y'all back to 1992 on your ass. Oh, let me calm down. Let me calm down. Y'all, y'all know about hey, that.
4: It's, it's, to me, man, it's dope, man, to hear you singing it because I done heard them singing it and somebody else singing. It, it's kind of like yo. It's kind of like, whoa, you know, it's kind like, of you know? one of them eye openers, man. Like somebody here, somebody listen. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's always
0: it's always gonna be somebody listening.
4: Free the land.
0: Yeah. As long as you put it out there, it's always gonna be somebody
3: listening. Hey, and what we say earlier, said I like, I've been working on myself, and he and come on there start singing. Hey. I be man, oh, I be singing. Man, look, look, I can. I try to sing. I do my. Like, let me calm down, okay. All right, let me, let me, hey, let hey. me introduce y'all, okay. I
4: try to sing too. Bro.
3: Hey, bro. Hey, there you go. Hey, look, don't let us stop us. That we can't. You see, you got the flows, hit them notes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Give him e a run for his money. <laughs> show him that. Show him that you can sing too. Shoot. Okay. All right. So. Oh, we really? got the MCE Soul Music Collective. Let me tell you, I'm gonna go through what the acronym for the MCE stands for. Okay, the M is for McGillicuddy, aka Magnum. That's our brother Obafemi Obafemi Kinsendele. Okay, I'm getting crunk. I'm trying not to slur more. That's that's the M, y'all. Say 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 what's up to the people, Obafemi.
5: Peace, peace, peace.
3: What's going on, y'all? It's your brother, Oba Femi. Ken C.A. Delele. That's what it is. There you go. See, correct my ass. Ken C.A. Delele. You see what happened with the cultural misorientation? Sorry, my brother. (laughs) But, but, thank you. Check it. Check it. Hey, correction. Correct the brother. All right. That's how you learn. And then the C is for my brother. Said Adams, uh, Said Adams, leaving them dripping
4: red to the Caucus Mountains. Let's hear your voice, Said. What's good, fam? How y'all doing? Glad to be here, man. Glad to be up this morning,
3: man. All right. And the E is for Ishmaelik Malachi. Did I say that
2: right? Uh, <laughs> Ishmaelic. Ishmaelic. Yep. Yeah. All right. Malachi, Malachi. right? Yeah. Yeah. Malachi. Malachi work.
3: Malakia, Malakia, hey, yeah, hey, hey. go. There we go. It's Malek Malakia, Ish Malek Malakia. I got it because I got it yeah, written down on my work. paper right here. I, you know, you know, sometimes these words when you be reading books and you can't pronounce it, you, you, hey, you say it over and over in your head, and
0: then you get the wrong, and then you get the wrong yeah. pronunciation yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. ingrained into your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. Sometimes you read a lot of shit. You're like, damn, I, I, I thought that was the way it said. I've been saying it in my head like that. <laughs> you know. All right, we're definitely going to let the listening audience know why we refer to MCE as multi-geniuses. So without further ado, we're about to get into it right now. When one listens to MCE's music, one cannot help being bowled over. I love that. I I read that in Amos Wilson. That's where I got that term from. That's... Hey, man, I, I just pick up these little... Hey, I don't just know this stuff, guys. I have to read this. Okay, bold over. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Baba Sababu Plata, who does Amos Wilson's book, African World Info System. Boldover, over because of its reflective, erudite, and incis- incisive analysis of the world we live in and which was created by Western imperialism. MCE's music demonstrates a proficiency... At taking perplexing phenomenon that affect African people. And as Malcolm used to say, make it plain. Let's take Sed's line from the track War off your album Knowledge of Self, Volume 2, Deaf to White Supremacy. Quote, the one you call in with the pitchforks, what about the ones you call? Well, I'm, I'm going to one go red. That's red. The one you call with the pitchforks, the one, okay, war.
0: Whoa, okay, yep, now yep, I'm
3: getting in my. I'm telling you, I was listening y'all. Listen, He's y'all, trying, to rap it, y'all. trying to rap it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying wrap it. I'm trying to wrap it. I'm trying to do it. Maybe I should. I got y'all all, but please just let me let me try my, you know, I've been trying to practice this. this is this, is, this is an honor for me? Okay. The one you call out with the pitch folks, what about the ones you call rich folks? How you think they got rich, bro? By taking us to war when you see me. Okay, war? that was good. I'll tell you, I'll th- thank you. Okay, so when y'all you hear said line, oh, thank you, thank you, said appreciate that. <laughs> When you hear that line from Brother said, that there is a perfect example of our, what our ancestor, Dr. Walter A. Rodney's, we affectionately also call him Dr. War, Dr. Walter Anthony Rodney. So if you listen to those shows, you know he's Dr. War. You see, you see the connection in the song is War? That's what you call dependency theory. Dependency theory. How you think they got rich? I don't want to mess with them rich folk. They all right. How you think they got rich, bro? That's, you see how they made, they flipped that? You ain't even got, I mean, now you listen to Sid, you might wanna pick up how Europe underdeveloped Africa. You see what I'm saying? All right, we're gonna go on with how these brothers make it plain. Another example of a mental condition known as cultural misorientation, the greatest threat, quote, the greatest threat to survival of the black race in the 21st century, as correct, that's the end quote, as correctly discerned by our beloved ancestor, Dr. Kobe. K.K. Cambone, okay, is presented in Obafemi's line from the same track. Okay, let me try it. Okay, here I go.
0: He's gonna rap again. Here we go.
3: It's gonna rap. It's gonna. The world's <laughs> gonna shake. All right. Okay, turn on the TV. Propaganda saturated. My big. My people better unplug with crackers. You infatuated. Then there's the. That's. Oh, I did it. I did it. That was it. That was it. But that. Do you hear what he said? You're infatuated with those people because you dis- have suffering, disassociative personality. I'm not making this up. I can't help it. I can't make it sound good like they do. I have to keep talking like this. But he did that in a few lines. That was Obafemi. That was the M. He did that. Okay? So you see how they, they, they did that? I mean, it's, it's it's really amazing. And also, I might note, he also mentions uh, Obafemi mentions cultural uh, misorientation also in the song uh, Life and Legacy okay, on the same album. So we know these brothers know a little bit something about cultural misorientation. They know what they're speak of, okay? Now, then there's the heartfelt, tra- heartfelt intensive track, Life and Legacy, just said it, dedicated to uh, Monroe, uh, is Isidore Monroe or Monroe Isidore? Monroe, Monroe Isidore. Isidore. That's what I thought. I wrote it. I sometimes get a little dyslexic and go backwards. I'm sorry I wrote that on the notes wrong. But I knew it was Monroe Isidore because I just listened to it this morning and yesterday and all that, Monroe Isidore, a hundred and seven year old brother who died in a police shootout in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Okay, now this is the track. This is the track. Is, is the vocals are led by Ishmalik He he brings this in. You you feeling it? Like I said, that brother can sing. So you kind of feel it in your heart, yes, and you kind of get pissed off. You know how are these crackers gonna sit up there and shoot? 107-year-old brother. He, yeah. I mean, they said SWAT. I listened to I listened what? to the track, then I went and did a Google search and I looked at all the research and stuff. And I like on the album how they had the little uh uh the like kind of satirical sti- uh, skit on there. Because when you have to kill a 107-year-old man, SWAT, you know,
2: yeah.
3: it, it, it's like, man, these are the heroes. Okay. So, like I said, it's Ishmaelix. Melodic vocals, which details the corrosiveness. Now, y'all think about that word corrosiveness. That don't mean just bad, just a little bad. Don't really affect me. All I got to do is go to the movie. Corrosive means it's corroding. The corrosiveness of existing as a domestic colony in the United States of America. Think about that. We a colony. They don't have, the colonization is over. No, we a colony. We make so much money for these motherfuckers. All right. Now, we want to refer back to Malcolm. MCE truly has the message to the grassroots, okay? So our first question is how does such an insightful and African-centered brother such as yourselves come together and context being everything, please let the listening audience know how being from and living in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, has informed your theory and practice, and I want to say this. I want to add just one more. This is that's the question, but I want to say especially since most people's familiarity with Arkansas might only merely extend to the 1957 uh, desegregation by the Little Rock Nine, you know, and they might think of if you're from uh, uh, my generation back in the day. I didn't. I couldn't afford HBO, but everybody was talking about banging and Bang Little, Little Rock or some shit like that. You know. Yeah. You know. That's the only thing we kind of hear about Arkansas. You know, the Little Rock Nine and stuff like that. But these, you these brothers, these conditions produce these brothers. So tell us how y'all came together. What has informed your theory and practice? In context, being everything in coming up in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Yo, so um, man, man,
5: I'll just say that um. You know, being born and raised here in Pine Bluff, um, Pine Bluff was, I would say, a little more diverse growing up. Uh, right now, Pine Bluff is a chocolate city. So you can't mention Black history or none of that without talking about Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Like, there's a very rich legacy of history of Black achievement in this area for a very long time. So um you know we have one of the oldest uh, HBCUs here um, in Arkansas in, in Pine Bluff um we we're about 75 85% majority of about 40 to 45,000 people so
2: hmm.
5: um you know com- coming up in in that context for me um i have a i got a mother that's been teaching for 30 plus years my father has been in the community as a coach mentor in education as well for man all of my life pretty much uh so uh, my father owned his own business uh own university so you know i was kind of brought up in a womb understanding some very basic levels about being black and black people doing business with one another Mm -hmm. like i saw that because my father made a point to hey when it's time to go eat, we ain't finna go to McDonald's. We go in the Granny's Kitchen. You know what I'm saying? That was okay. a local black business. Here. Like, when, so when my dad needed uh work on his car, we went to the black mechanic. When he needed stuff sewn together, we went to the black seamstress. Like, I was, I was, I cultivated in that type of environment. So, um, I had some of that upbringing uh, within myself. So, that's just kind of where my basic foundation started uh into this when we talk about uh theory and practice like mm. understanding that black people need to do for themselves i saw that uh you know from my own family from my mother and my father like people would talk about my mother's she taught home economics so cooking sewing interior decorating canning you know all of that type of stuff like my mother is a master at doing and um I was people be on the street be like, man, your mama food so good, yada yada. <laughs> man, your mama, like, you know what I'm I've been at the club and folks been talking about my mama cooking. For all, you know what I'm so it's 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 been crazy. You know what I'm saying? But just to understand understanding them dynamics helped me to understand like my position in all of this, like, uh, what my my family has been, not only. Uh my parents helped to take care of their children, but they extended themselves in the community. Mm. So that helped that won that, that helped me to want to be more community minded because my family has a legacy of doing that. So uh I mean that's just some as as far as like you saying theory and practice, like it's being practical. We ain't talking about the books and, and all of that study and just in yeah. my family alone. Mm-hmm. So
4: Yeah. Uh, in my case, man, I'm originally from Chicago, mm. so you so know, I heard about I heard this thing called hip hop like '87, '88. I heard NWA and you know, uh, poor righteous teachers. You know, I, I heard all that, but I, we moved to the Alto, of Arkansas like '97. You know, so I was like from '97, I was back and forth to Chicago, back here till maybe about 2001 too. But on that note, as far as like When I I grew up in Chicago, I didn't live around white people. Mm. Like, I didn't really see a lot of white people. You saw them downtown, but I didn't see white people until... Well, I didn't do business with white people or talk to them until I came here. You know what I'm saying? Like, at these jobs and different places like that. But, I mean, basically, my school was all black. So, I guess, in my music, I started seeing stuff when I was like 10. I started asking questions, you know, but I didn't really... Really take some questions too too serious. As I got older, but I started asking questions like, you know, why are we gaming, you know, why are we shooting each other, mm. why are we on dope, why are we, you know, I just started asking those type of questions, and it kind of led me to, as I got older, being more responsible for what I'm talking about as mm. far as music wise, mm. because I started, you started seeing the music, the thinning out of the cameras, ones and everybody else, like they didn't go anywhere. It just wasn't on the TV screen no more. So you started seeing all the other stuff and you started hearing all this other stuff. And so that's when I started seeing like, okay, this got to be some kind of plan for us to mm-hmm. have this cycle going. So mm-hmm. with, with my music, I, I know I had to take a responsibility of what I was saying, you know, and and it and it found now because I have my children who listen to my music, mm-hmm. you know, so... How I grew up and, and you know, the spirits and time bluff and like I said, I I've just been in a segregated state my whole life anyway. Man, you know, I mean you go to Chicago, the dynamics is like that. You got the ghetto, you got Jewtown, Chinatown, like it's it's like that already, you know? Yeah. So it it just it just made sense to to understand like, yo, our people see it like that, but we so accustomed to it, we don't understand. The importance
3: of wives like that you know so so in response to both of what uh you Obafemi, and uh, uh, uh big Sand said I really appreciate what what both of you said what informed your theory and practice especially so you got one brother Obafemi, from the south and what he's seeing saying is whether the context was uh like he said, it wasn't even about, you know, we had even informed the books, but y'all were living the practice of nationhood. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it was being lived out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like yeah. people say, you know, I, I, I'm going to quote Mao Zedong, what the pants you say, oppose bush- book worship. That don't mean we don't read, but people say, well, did it come out yeah. of a book? No, people live their lives. Then they put it in a book. So it's practice, Then, they put, it in the book, then right. they put it in the book. And then the future generations can learn from it. You see what I'm saying? So what yeah. Obafemi was describing was nationhood. What said was talking yeah. about was domestic colonialism. He said, well, shit, yeah. we already, we over on this side, but everybody, all the aliens can invade our community. And, and what you say, uh, I think it was Obafemi and Sleepy said, uh, Asians own synthetic hair, sisters keep your natty crown. So they invade yeah. our community, like he said. We already separated, you know what I'm saying. But somebody's yeah. living off of us. See, that's the difference when you a colony. It ain't about. Well, I love, you back. know how Negroes be saying, ah, you know, I, you know, it was better in segregation." If it was so better in segregation, why come when you saw the white person? You said, "Oh Lord, they smell so delicious," right? <laughs> but you, you don't <laughs> understand. We was in domestic colonization. We and so, yeah. See, uh, my editor is passing me a note. Uh, it looks mm. like. You know, I've, I've jumped the gun. I'm talking, but I'm going to well, finish no, my it's point. Good. It just, it's good. It yeah. looks like we have Ishmaelik. Mm-hmm. He's on the phone. He's back. He's back, and it's, we
0: can he can uh, answer the question after you make your point.
3: All I want to do is make my point on those two because we got we got Ishmaelik back from the technical difficulty difficulties. I can't even talk. It's getting difficulty with the Zoom, but he's back on. But I was just making my point that these brothers are living the theory and practice, and they're making it so these these very ir. Irred- concepts that people make in universities that we as a people want to run away from theory. There's nothing good like a good theory and a good ideology and a worldview because that's what you need to unite your people. Okay, So what you got is these brothers practice. We heard the M and we heard the C said, well, I kind of live nationalism. My mom and them. And his brothers and Sam said, I was kind of living in a domestic colony situation. Why are we doing the dope? Why are we getting shot? Why these crackers can go yes. on uh Lake Michigan and all that? You know, how come exactly. they get the green water and stuff? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I kinda that's kind of how I grew up. Why we and, got all this? Why East and, Austin and, was
4: like that? So And even, even touch even touching on that though, like why why does what they got, why does that entice us? Why we think that's better than what we got? That's or what right. we can't create. You know what I'm saying? So just to sound on that, man. You know, Yeah, you got... Just getting yeah, out that I, mindset. I'm
3: glad you expounded on it. Just like Zari said earlier, you gotta make it clear clear, because we learned that from Kwame Touré, to oppress people. Mm-hmm. It, and I like how you you see how incisive and, and they it's are. True. Do you see true. how like incis- he I was gonna say that, but you know, when you get to talking to brothers and know the world of you and they know how you the, the lingua franca amongst which you speak, you you say, I ain't gotta explain nothing. Big saying say, hold up, bro. Also remember. Our job is not to have the green water. Well, the white folks got the green water. We want some green water Investigate too.
0: Investigate your
3: preferences. Investigate your preferences. Because, see, then thing, the thing is, we're going to march for the green water like the Irish. We want green water. Yeah. Well, why come you, you know, you got the RBG? I don't know. It's not on Good Morning America. <laughs> you know? Yep.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay, Israelis, let's see if we can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. sir.
6: third. Okay. Uh, I'll just keep it short. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a child of the sixties. So I grew up, uh, under, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson when he was president. Mm. Uh, so I, you know, I, and I also grew up uh, where my dad and his brother, they they had a, a auto sales and mechanic business and they did business with black people, uh, too, got their parts from black owned, uh, parts stores. Uh, anybody did the detail work, you know, Their customers were mainly black, you know. uh, um, uh, But, um, you know, and I also saw how people would, black people would pool together back then Mm. and uh, pool their resources. They didn't throw away anything. Like uh, if a house got dilapidated, they would just, uh, and somebody else was moving in the house, they will just tear that house down, take the materials and rebuild another house. And everybody in the community would help build that house. It wasn't like you have to have now contractors and all that you know, come and the a You know, everybody just knew how to do something. Everybody just pulled together back then. Uh, That's been a major influence, uh, that unity, that love that people showed back then. That's been the main uh, 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 influencer on me, the main trigger of of how, why I write the type of music uh, or why I add what I add to MCE, Um, you know, because it was more love. It was, you know, I did grow up when it was, you know, during the time of afros and bell bottoms and leisure, fly, butterfly collars and stuff, I grew up in that time, you know, uh, and people, you know, black people, how they had treated each other were just so much different, the respect was so much different and the love was so much different, the music, of course, was so much different, you didn't have, have a, you know, you might have had a, you know, some blues that talked about cheating, but it wasn't, you know, it, you know, it wasn't like it is now, it's like, now it's like it's mindless sex, mindless yes. relationships. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, so, so um all of that just growing up from the sixties, seeing how the crack had changed all the neighborhoods, had changed people, had changed everything. Um, mm. and and the falling away of from loving each other. Mm. The falling away of being neighborly towards each other. That's you know, right. uh, you know, I you know, that's that's what I try to inject into my music as, and and uh, along with the consciousness that the brothers uh, uh said in in uh um bring <coughs> i'm about to call him mag but uh, <laughs> bring <but overfitting brain. laughs> so
5: yeah
6: I uh, like i said i'm just keeping it short that that's my that's that's what motivates me and has motivated me all this time is is just the falling away of the the love and the neighborly being neighborly towards people I like where I live at right now I've been here seven years. I don't know my neighbor's name. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We, we, yeah. We, we do this. We do this and keep going.
4: Yeah,
6: I, I don't. You know, I didn't grow up in a time like that. You know, this is this crazy to me.
0: Well, I'm, it's I'm good to have that. you on because I always wonder. Like the, I always think about people who uh, you know have had that longevity and have seen things change and how they think about it, because you know. Y- it it, ha- it it seems like it changed a lot, right? Like, because I wasn't live then. But y- you can see it. It's definitely changed since we were growing up in the 90s, right? Now, pe- yeah. all they're talking about yeah. is money money and billionaires and getting Gucci and all this other stuff, you know. And so uh-huh. I, I'm, it's good to have you on, too, because I always wonder, like, I wonder what people who, you know, who grew up, you know, like in the 50s and 60s, 70s, how they feel about how it's changed because it's changed so much you know we can only get sound bites and things of what we hear but it's good to have somebody on who can actually who actually was there you know
3: yeah i want to ask so how did y'all how did y'all i want to make a point of some uh he said brother e said ishmalik said but I also want to ask how did y'all come together
1: <laughs>
4: well he go ahead say, i would say he is my he is that's my brother-in-law okay so yeah that's my brother-in-law so me and him were we were doing you know i found out he's saying so we collabed on you know some stuff and um i met uh brother over through one of our homeboys uh big grip you know over do beats uh, so, yes he does i was going to him yeah i was going to him and buying beats from him and uh man we just kind of clicked because we knew that we was on the same thing you know we kind of talking along the same lines and, and he was he was already there because mm-hmm. I mean shout out to my big brother man because like when I was asking questions he was giving me information mm-hmm. and he wouldn't just give me information saying like well this information I'm giving you that's it he was saying I'll give you information you can do the research and see if it
3: that's if that's, what, it you yeah, it. that's, that's
4: so, what
0: you do right there that's what you do right so, there
4: and so that's a testament to the bland. lie
0: of the battle of the generations that's a testament to the yep. fact that generations work need to work together. It could, because look at what it can produce.
1: hmm
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
4: Or, man. <laughs>
3: and I, and I want to say something that Brother Ishmaelik said. He said we had skills. Um, and uh one yeah. of the things about being whether you're independent rapper or you're independent news media like of ourselves, like when uh Brother uh, Obafimi and I were talking off air about two weeks ago. I think it was two weeks ago. Um, you know, like he said, oh, that's sad. He got them skills with the camera and stuff like that. Now, we got to realize if we are talking about, you know, I don't even like to say really free sometimes because it's that's left to an abstraction as opposed to saying sovereignty. Yeah, yeah. But the thing about it, he says, we had skills, and we didn't have to call this, oh, brother so-and-so can paint. Call him on over here. Get him on over here. He paid this. Well, you know I do the electricity. Bring him over here. Oh, Also, we hungry. Go, yeah. go, go tell sister so-and-so, come on over here. Bring us her something to eat, because you know she, we hungry we're going to be doing all this here. So the thing about it is, yeah. the thing, I remember Amos Wilson said that like we had to be de-skilled. And now, yeah. you know, we have this bourgeois mentality. I just get that money, and then I get somebody to do it. But see, how you go? We talk about, like, eyes free, but we're going to go pay somebody else to do it. Now, I understand we can't do anything, but if we could be, as a people, get proficient in just one thing. What Dr. Clark say? If we could just make underwear real well.
0: You mean we can't do everything. We
3: can't do everything. There you go. (laughs) Can't do everything. I'm getting so excited. Can't do everything, but we can do something proficient. But I like like how he said back in the day, our people have those skills. Because now, oh, my God. You can't find them. We're so busy trying to do, we're going to have a black business and a black this and a black this. I got a black business and a, and a white husband and a white gorilla and all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, you know, we have to look at, I like how he said, we had those skills and we pulled them together. Again, going back to what Brother Obafemi said is, oh, my mama had this. We cook. Oh, yeah, your mama cooked that there. Good. Then we go over here. Yeah. It, it all works together. And you put that, and and, and I and one of the things, before I go on to the next question, I like a key factor, what you have to have to understand if you're gonna get free, sovereign, so to speak, but sovereign real, but free, so to speak, is what Brother Said said. You have to have an epistemological curiosity. You have to be under, you have to have a curiosity and question what is called knowledge in your society. You gotta look at your surroundings and say, why is it like this? That's the first thing. They teach us what to think, but not how to think. Okay? So much yeah. so that we think. Just being obedient. Oh, they say that's the answer. Well, if you do that and say that, that's the right answer. But if you say, "No, nah, I don't believe so," well, that ain't on the TV, and you know that ain't getting Gucci into coochie, then it ain't gonna work.
4: <laughs> yeah.
3: You so so. I like how yeah. I like how y'all brought all that together. So, yeah.
2: Hold it, hold it. Now the world is cold, cause the devil's got a hole. He wants to captivate your mind, so he can take away your soul. Sometimes we get you need to let it go, you need to take it real slow You need to step back, get on track and let your mind flow Don't you know, it's time to get this knowledge Thought your game was cold, thought your Mac was like, whoa But your Mac was kinda whack, yes it's whack cause you didn't know No, 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 it's time to get this knowledge Now you're growing old and your dreams are all gone And you wonder where your time with, you wonder where to go
1: About yours, more about mine. That's before I find myself some knowledge. On the path to destruction, on the road to hell, I would miss the bad news, Mr. Despicable. That's before I find myself some knowledge. Now I can see in the dark, I can fly in the sky. I'm as free as a bird, wanna know why? Oh, because I found myself some knowledge. The quality star across the sands of time, never underestimate the power of the mind. I seek you to use some knowledge. Next on the mic is, My am the cutty, My am the
6: cutty. Break
5: him off. Open Femi, open Femi, yeah. Hey. Someday. Knowledge activation and reflection. That Vaccines dangerous. dangerous, poisonous injection. Ooh. Feeling bad now? Change your perception. Yeah. Trying to be European and gets rejection. Oh, no. History's a compass, so what's your direction? Uh, African American, where's the connection? Yeah. Right to bear arms, packing plenty protection. Yeah. Billion dollar businesses, Department of Corrections. Foodborne sicknesses, chemical infections, the middle passes slave trade and selections. The time is social projections. Masanto got. GMO infested, my body, and soul. Melon is majestic. Public food system. use minds arrested. This ain't the '60s. No need for protesting. A bossy B bit me. Machete Smith and West swings. Yeah, I'm the mic coming up. Said that I said Adams. Uh, yeah, I run it back. A man and G in the spot. We gon' do it. Keep it.
2: It's he not. told me to jump on the track, so I just let the D play. And then I wrote down exactly what I need to say. And get a dollar, hit college, these A rides right, take it. Yeah. dollar yeah. church, they producing no models, no sequel mothers, no fatherless system. Fair to its obvious. It's yeah. open season, and right on my backs, we out of targets. While yeah. blacks have it the hardest, trying to harvest the knowledge, trying to be modest. can get you killed while holding the skittles in a juice bottle. A role model, my role model is to follow the ways of all the soldiers from Haiti through Gunner. You talking about rims, gold chains, I come up. My folks trying to See tomorrow, cause today left a haze over they eyes Not surprised by the resonance of desolation Investigated in your on where it's coming from We the brought products up the slum, my father packed the gum My uncle did too, but I can never fathom all the drama That they live through, game banging and slinging They crack, no bills do, the Bible's fuller than meal do. Brothers and sisters, they think I'm 18, let alone Between two, 22 This ain't a game, it's real, dude We need more, more, not, more, not, more, not, more, not, more, not, more. Not, Knowledge, knowledge One, two, three, in the place to be it's the one and only mr manny g and what we have here today is mce and
3: turn off that goddamn tv our next question is when one listens to mce's music it is very clear that you are all about african-centered nation building kwame a Okoto, in his book, Nation Building Theory and Practice and African-Centered Education, defines African-centered nation building as follows. Nation building is the conscious and focused application of our people's collective resources, energies, and knowledge to the task of liberating and developing the psychic and physical space that we identify as ours— It involves the development of behaviors, values, languages, institutions, and physical structures that elucidate our history and culture, concretize and protect the present, and ensure the future identity and independence of the nation. Nation building is the deliberate, keenly directed, and focused and energetic projection of national culture and the collective identity. Nation building is occasioned by the generation and release of tremendous amounts of energy, not unlike a pregnancy and a new birth or a spring thunderstorm and the new growth following. That's page three. With this understanding of what African-centered nation building is, it is very clear that it is a monumentous monumentous objective, an objective that transcends the lifetime of an individual. In MCE's song, Sleeping, from your album, Knowledge of Self, Volume 2, Death to White Supremacy, Obafemi, you hilariously recreate an encounter that many of us have had with the people in our community that do not share African-centered nation-building as an objective. With the line... There you go talking that black shit. End quote. You reply back with the incisive, <laughs> entrenched response of "fuck you." All right, spirit of maroons in me, Ashanti Tazoo, Oh man, he said that. All right, now. So now, taking all that into the, all of this into consideration, our question is: What advice? Would you give someone who shares the objective of African-centered nation building, but over the years may have become angry and frustrated from frequent encounters such as the one parodied parodied in sleeping? What's MCE's practice that gives you all the wherewithal to continue to struggle and not be discouraged?
0: We might have to unpack that in two parts. Yes. That's (laughs) <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> why we sent the questions first, because I have a lot. And that was that, that's my abridged stuff. Like, that's, that's the shortened one, right?
4: Yeah, it, it took years to answer that one. <laughs> nah. Yeah, that this this book is, is has
5: been very uh instrumental, man.
0: He he's holding uh, up nation uh, building. Okay.
5: Yo, so what I say is um investing in your in, in your creativity. Hmm. Um you know anger is an emotion that we all have and we we have to use that anger to fuel um uh, what we do sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like I can be mad that people ain't getting all day. Hmm. But just because I'm mad it don't mean that they gonna get it. I'm mad because they ain't getting it, but just because I'm <laughs> mad, it don't mean that they gonna get it, right? So I gotta figure out what I'm. Man, I I hate ignorance. I I you know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm pissed off because why my people ain't seeing what I'm seeing? Maybe it ain't time for all to see it. So I'm like, okay, how can I be creative with what I'm learning and share this with the people? How can I demonstrate these practices that I'm learning about in my everyday life? You know what I'm saying? How can I be creative through using music or, you know, making T-shirts or making food? Like, like whatever it is that I'm doing is like how I'm tapping into the anger and frustration and using it in a creative fashion. So it's going to keep me creating. Is gonna keep me building, doing, growing. Like we know, we we work in the garden as well. So I'm using that energy and and transforming that energy into something that we can build on, something we can grow on. Cause you, this this a lonely road. This this ain't the mm-hmm. it ain't too many people traveling on this road. You know what I'm saying? And some people travel the road, and you look up, man, they went the other way. Like, hey, bro, I thought you was. Man, shit, bro, I ain't doing that shit. My <laughs> they, yo, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, mean, I had people, man. You see, such and such, they was messed up. That's why I ain't in it no more. You know what I'm yes, saying? Like, yeah, 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 yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody else fell off, so that that means you got out of it. I'm like, no, that, I'm not, I'm not in it for nobody like that. Yeah, that
0: doesn't make any yeah.
5: sense. You know, this is yeah, like you, you, you have to be able to utilize anger, frustration, all of that type of stuff and, and transform those things. This, this is, this is what our ancestors left for us. Mm -hmm. Like you got to take something and make it uh, take, take, you know, they take lemons and make lemonade. Like they gave us chitlin, they gave us the guts. We, we turned it into a dish to eat, to survive. Like this is what we have to do with every, anything that around us, even at the garden, we say waste nothing, grow something. We ain't wasting nothing. You know what I'm saying? We we taking what we got and make something with what we
4: got. So that's that's my thought process about it. Yeah. I, I got a 24, 18, 16, and 14. And you got to have patience with children, you know, because each one of them are different. And they, you know, they look at things with different perspectives that I'm going to look at it. But then sometimes I had to catch myself and realize I was 14. You know, I was mm-hmm. 16. I was 18. I was 24. And so... You know, like, when it, comes, when it comes to our people, we've been, when, I think the word nation scares them, because they're so used to this one, but they don't understand some of the stuff that's in nation building is what our people have already been doing. You know, yeah. like, created slang, that was our language, because we tried to get away from this, and communicate with each other, without them understanding what we were saying. You know, and they just took well, it and use it for this, but we, it, it didn't, it took, a lot of years and years and centuries for us to get where we at. So I know with patience, it's going to take even that much longer to get out of that mindset. And especially if that mindset is still ingrained right now, like what we're using right now, media is one of the biggest brainwashing machines you can ever have. Yeah, You know, they use it for everything. Like you said, war, this is... Mm -hmm. The, it's, it's the wall for your mind before anything, you know, when when you're selling somebody something, you got to get their mind and want them to buy it first That's so the mind comes before the body does, you know. That's right. But, I, you know, I would say to somebody who, like I said, I think patience is what you're going to have to have, you know, because mm-hmm. if not, you know, you can lose yourself in wondering why people ain't getting it and why, you know, you got to get it. And then when they see you going and showing and, proving then, you know, Everybody ain't going to catch them, but some people will.
6: So. Yeah, and to build on, on what both of the brothers said, you know, uh, you got to have patience like Sid said, and you got to realize that everybody is not the same as far as they think, thought process its own on a uh, nation building. And uh, and as well as things old Femi said too, uh, but I, I would like to add that, you know, uh, you know, for me, uh, I um, I'm, it's like it's like I know that everybody's not gonna get it. Everybody's not gonna want it, and I have to accept that and keep pushing and do the things like Ober said is you know working in the garden and building the garden for those who might come along later on that might need to see that. They mm-hmm. might need to see that just just to inspire them them. But you know, for the most part, for me, you know, I know everybody is not going to be on that this, this page. Everybody's not going to travel this path. The, like the uh, scriptures say, I'm just going to throw that out there. Many are called, but chosen a few. Many mm-hmm. are called, but the chosen a few. It's like that in this in this nation building thing. You know, uh, everybody don't, you know, we have devils in our own race.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, we
6: got a bunch of black devils. Uh, uh, sleepers and zombies, like uh, Oba Femi has called them in this music. Uh, that just lie in wait to to undermine everything that you're doing or trying to do, or just to speak out against you, you know, but uh, for me, again, you know, I'm not even gonna waste my time on those people that, that I see that they're just not going to get it. Cause not because they can't get it. Cause they just don't want to get it. You know, them, those people, I'm not going to waste my time on there. You know, it's a place for them. It's a yeah. place for them. You know, <laughs> it, you know, it is.
1: <laughs> you know, even,
6: you know, I, I had learned, I learned that, you know, even if even if the nation just all of a sudden did it just turn on top of its head and put us on top, right now we still gonna have criminals. We are still gonna need niggas with that mentality to lock their ass up, you mm-hmm. know. Even though I don't like I don't like police, you know, but but I I you know if the nation was just suddenly turn right now, we still gonna need some place to put these crazy folks, you know, that's mm-hmm. doing all this crazy shit till we get it till we get them together. We gonna need people yeah. that yeah. got that mentality, yeah. you know. So it's a place for them too, you know. I think.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Pretty. I I was writing down notes when y'all were talking, and it's like I like what Ishmaelik said, brother. Ishmaelik said is that as you get older, man, because you know when you're young, you like you trying to tell everybody, you know, but you realize as you get older, hey man, everybody's a human being. They got it, you know. They gotta, you know, they can make a decision on their own. So because one of the things I recently read from Amos Wilson, it was it's it's a book he had out about. I sent in the other room, but I can't. The title is something about manhood African man I don't, I don't know the title exactly but what no, no one manhood is this one right here I'm tripping I got it right here the psychology of self-hatred and self-defeat uh towards reclama- reclamation of the African mind one of the things he said and there's something y'all all kind of expressed he said look you don't want to be like have a God complex when like when God got mad at the people he smited the people and said oh you don't want to listen to me I'll destroy you you know, he said, you don't want to do that because then you hold yourself up higher than them. He said, you got to realize sometimes you might just say this and you just your job is just to keep saying it and keep doing what you do. And while you're here, nobody might even notice it and move on. That's what you put here to do. But once you start smiting the people, you know, and one of the things he said that really caught me, if we weren't as sick as we proclaim and know we sick, then why are we going to get mad at them people like that? Because you know they're sick. We know they're crazy. Yeah.
0: And we all came from out of that, you know, and maybe on certain different levels, you know, like, sounds like Obafemi was a, a lot more fortunate to be able to have a family who brought him up in that, but a lot of us had to, sh- like, fight to and basically find the information we needed to reset our way of being and reset our worldview, you know. Now, I'm I'm similar to said. it. I went to a school with nothing but black people, but the drawback of yeah. that is that sometimes those black people become so delusional that they think white people don't bother yep. them. Oh, white people don't bother me. <laughs> you know. Yep. But they, they're controlling your whole society. So you know, you have a situation where those black people won't even talk about being black. Mm. And you have yep. to dig up. Out. That's what happened for me, at least. I had to dig up out of that because they, they'll talk about being black, but they won't talk about being African. They won't talk about yep. being African. And when they talk about being black, it's uh, how we were victimized. You know, yeah. so you, we, you have to yeah. remember that we all coming from different situations. So a lot of it, yes, so much crap that you have to dig through. A lot of it is if we're an honest people and, and actually have self respect, sometimes you have to dig more than others. Yeah, I think another <laughs> thing they all said yeah. is
3: like, you don't quote, like what a Yikwe Arma said, he said, you don't quote a uh, court disaster. You see what I'm saying? And if you like, you just said, sorry, if you want to, uh, go back to when you were impotent what Arma says, then you gonna be impotent if you keep saying, oh we was enslaved we can't do nothing oh they get, good monster got a frizz oh we was enslaved, I get tired of that and only time we can rally to do something what you say, you can't go do nothing for the garden but we can rally around our collective victimizations, you know how many calls I get so-and-so got beat upside the head what, what is we gonna do What? what, no, what is they gonna, what, I hope they don't do this, what is we gonna do well I'll just pray I don't know. What can we do?
4: <laughs>
5: no, we just gotta, you know, we we just gotta keep keep going, like you say. It, you know, he said everybody ain't gonna get it. I know. I I definitely had to uh, come to terms. You know, I I didn't been in situations where I was sharing information and. Man, folks, circled me. They were ready to fight me. You know, I'm I'm like man, man,
2: man, you had
5: dope and everything in the street, talking about you believe in Jesus. I'm like, man, that shit's fake. They, hey, they ready to fight. They, they ready to knuckle up. I'm like, man, go somewhere. Like, yo, we selling
2: dope
5: to people about some Jesus, man. Man, I (laughs) wanted to, y'all. I, I I did want to say, I had to say, you know what? Hey. you have to use discretion on how and who and when you share information because exactly everybody right. don't want exactly what you right. got. You know what I'm That's saying? Really. And like, allow. Sometimes you have to allow people to come to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So That's exactly right. I had to learn that.
0: I think what's key too is that you said that you live it, right? If you live it and people see that how it's benefiting your life and that these things work, because I'm not trying to say that some people, you know, that their lives are crap. But you can see when they're going the, the mainstream worldview way, they make bad decisions. <laughs> and their oh, life yeah. they have struggles in life, okay? And you can see the difference between people who do that and people who are actually African-centered, who, who follow the line of, of who we are, basically, you know, and actually have a worldview that is to our benefit. They don't struggle as much. At least that's what I've seen. You know, so if people see that, then that's another. That's another. You know, that's the difference. That you don't. You're not just preaching. You. You know, sounds like cliche, but you you are living it, and that really what it is. What influences other people?
3: Yeah, it's kind of like what you said. Uh, when you, uh Obafemi and all all y'all started, like working on myself. You said when you dropped them Black and Miles, you know, yeah, and you dropped all that, all that there. And, and start eating healthy, people can see you drop the weight. People see you looking good. Right. And then they first thing they're going to think is some metaphysical stuff. You say, "Nah, bro, I just stopped doing this. It ain't even all that like that. I was curious because this is another thing. This is just like, like you said, we got to talk about this type of stuff. We are both from the South. Well, we both in the South, from the South. Uh, I was curious because I'm, as, a, as being from the South, when I was eleven, I realized that I, you know, that my people was praying to a, 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 a white ghost. Jesus ain't for black folks. Quote, no, but me, that's sleeping yeah. again. Now, when you understand that, <laughs> I want to know how how is that received? Because y'all are in Pine Bluff, and I, you know, our people. You, I I don't do, I don't have friends I talk to. Like you said, knuckles. These, I'm going to just say, these niggas is selling dope and talking shit and talking about pimp. I say, man, you got that white Jesus. Oh, hold up, nigga. Hold up. It, it, it go there quick. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. 1990s and stuff when you like, man, you know, it, it yeah. got to take it there. And, and it gets, it's really strange. Yeah. But it's, a, I, I don't know if it's, I yeah. think it's more of a, it's a Southern thing. Cause I talk to people in different parts of the country. Not really? Not really. I told you Chicago.
4: Chicago, oh, is in well, from Chicago everybody Chicago come from down south. Hey. Everybody in Chicago from Mississippi, from Arkansas, from yep. it, it's a long line to yes. Chicago too. <laughs> the Bible <laughs> belt. The Bible. The yeah, Bible Belt. <laughs>
3: I want to pick you that know, Bible belt. So how look, here's the thing. It's funny because I think we've become, as a people, so apolitical. Uh Ishmaelik just said the Bible Belt. I've had black people quote-unquote, I'll call them as uh, M. Wallamu calls them, "olders." I'm not going to call them elders. Tell me they voted for George (laughs) Bush back in the day because he was a Christian. Uh, They don't realize Bible Belt means anti-you. You You know, they think Bible Belt is them. And I've heard, I've had black uh, Negroes like circle around conservative values because they just say Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? And they're working against themselves. So like, big up to y'all for bringing that up and being from where y'all are from. Cause I know what you done been through, just, and I can't even you yeah. know I ain't put it on no track like that.
0: It said it looks like you want to say something.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm was, I was trying to. I mean, you yeah, you hit it on the nail. This is man, do you man. I mean, if you pull up Pine Bluff, you know how many churches or just Christian organizations in Pine Bluff, Arkansas? all no? like thousands you know so man it's 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 a rough patch man to get through through the people but like i said we're patient and and then this is the thing i look at They people will understand that we going through this type of shit whether you're christian or not you have to see that what's going on mm-hmm. you know they got to see that man so Man, I I'm just I know me, I'm just keep saying doing what I'm doing because somebody to, somebody they know what's going on gonna listen to. Yeah. They got to. They they can't you can't hide it. It That's is going true. on every single day. That's true.
0: That's absolutely true. And I think discernment is key too, like y'all was saying. It you know, you can eliminate some of your own frustration by just having some discernment and you know, if, if somebody wants to know, let them come to you. That's what I, Brother, brother Ishmalik said. <laughs> yep, that I agree. Yep.
3: Man, I had to. Mm. It's true.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey,
5: it's so hey, befriending. Come hey. on. But yeah, yeah. MCE, yeah. we back at it. They still sleep. They still sleep. Stand up. Yeah. We gonna wake them yeah. up. We gon' wake em up M.C.E. They still sleep Praying to a white ghost Jesus ain't for black folks Then the same motherfuckers Put you on the ends of rope Probably stepping on toes Know your friends from your foes Over Femi Know the name from Arkansas to Togo Pose, pose, is down Turning smiles to a frown Time out for turning up Sipping, serpent. blowing loud Better grow some food Learn to hunt Get some real skills Stop that pill popping Your medicine is food for real I done lost lot. When I stop eating flesh and put down them blackened miles Cause I'm gon' need my breath Biggest brainwashing to religion, TV, radio Return of the gods like the old Mex in Mexico There he go, talking that black shit Spirit of maroons in me, Ashanti the Zulu. The universal flag flying high like Hey Truth Shoot up in your face, although hidden in the plain view. Death to white supremacy, I woke up from a dead state, refining my anatomy, clearing out my head space. Some people think I lost it. Went off on the deep end, lost that crack of toast. Permitting niggas sleep in. Death to white supremacy, I woke up from a dead state, refining my anatomy out of me, clearing out my head space, some people think I lost it, went up on the deep end, lost that crack of is but midnight niggas sleep if your parents didn't know, how the hell they gon' tell you, Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, and Cupid fairy fairytale, no, Asian Celtic, how the sisters keep your Natty crown, the war horn blowing, Miles Davis, you hear the sound, fluoride in the toothpaste, corn syrup and everything, yeah. sugar is a drug, my brother is a assault on your brain. A-Rap run the gas stations and all the liquor stores. No more asking for freedom, man. Yeah, we kicking those. Children of the sun can't run from your adversary. Malcolm said it clear, by any means is necessary. Ebola, chemical warfare against the African. ISIS the U.S. government made in Taliban. Let your knowledge be born. Prepare for the storm. What's natural ain't the norm. Is he the really alone? It's a million of us suited and booted for revolution get our sovereignty beyond the u.s constitution cause just to white supremacy i woke up from a dead state refining my anatomy clearing out my head space some people think i lost it went off on the deep Lost that crack of toast, is But niggas sleep in. Death to white supremacy, I woke up from a dead state. Refining my anatomy, clearing out my head. Space some people think I lost it. Went up on the deep and lost that crack of toast, is But niggas sleep in. Death to white supremacy, I woke up from a dead state. Refining my anatomy, clearing out my head. Space some people think I lost it. Went up on the deep and lost that cracker. toast. Toast is permitted, niggers sleep in. They have to write supremacy woke up from a dish. Stay refine and mind mad at me. Living out my ears, face some people think I lost it. Went up on the deep end, lost that cracker toast is permitted, niggers sleep in. You are listening to knowledge
2: yourself
3: buy too. them, too. All right. This is where we got to leave it for now, but not to fret, we will be airing MCE Nation Building Theory and Practice Part 2 in its entirety real soon. Now again, Conscientization 101 podcast usually features just the tip of the iceberg in regards to our interviews, but we are airing this series in its entire unabridged interview splendor. Yeah, as a thank you to you, <laughs> you, the listening audience. Aww. I know, I know, I know. When, you know, when somebody's put like a metal plate in your neck, you know, you start, like, hey, man, put life in perspective, right? So if you're enjoying this unabridged interview, head on over to our store. There you will have access to all of C101's unabridged interviews musical commentaries and merchandise and most importantly you will be supporting 100% independent media we got the information for you and stuff like that and you can utilize it but we ain't saying we going to free your ass like some black business
1: shit <laughs> link to
3: our unabridged interviews is available in our show notes so check that out today yeah I'm sorry sorry I'm not gonna say yeah again yeah (laughs) you gotta have fun when you do this people you gotta have fun you know okay this is what we do now this episode has featured sounds from Conscientization 101 Decolonize This Properly Defining Settlers Part 1 from our musical commentaries collection MCE, from their album, Knowledge of Self, Volume 2, Death to White Supremacy. The tracks were War, Knowledge, and Sleeping, as well as the single, Working on Myself. Now, all right, we want to thank MCE for taking their time with us to have this numinous dialogue. And for more info on MCE, Check out their social media. media. MCE's YouTube is MCE Soul Music. Do a search MCE Soul Music. That's S O L M U Z I K, all one word. So MCE Space Soul Music. Instagram's real easy. It's pretty much at. All one word, at, symbol, M-C-E, soul, S-O-L-M-U-Z-I-K. That's M-C-E, soul music. Facebook is the same thing as the YouTube. M-C-E, space, soul music. All right? Yeah. There, I just want to get, sorry to laugh right there. Links for music featured in this episode are available in our show notes. Links for MCE's social media, Amazon, and Bandcamp searches are also available in our show notes, okay? So the show notes, as you know, it's on the website, and depending on if they haven't changed the format in podcasting, posting show notes when you get the podcast on Apple or anything, everything's in the show notes, and there's links in there if they still let you do hyperlinks. They do. Last time I checked, but you know, they change up this technology. They try to keep you on your toes so they can keep selling you stuff, man. That's, you know, that's no way to run a black business. Here it is. We're in global capitalism. It's been consolidated. Monopoly capital. <laughs> and we talking about having less than crumbs on the table and we control shit. Somebody got shot. Give them a little uh, window washing business. Police won't shoot you if, if you give, it, give them a business. Man, I was about to get shot. Hold up, police. Stop right there! I have a business. Oh, you do? Can I get some shea butter? Well, yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know, man. The, the, the petty bourgeoisie is a petty bourgeoisie. I mean, I, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I, I'm sorry. The the, the the black business is not gonna save that ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, we 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 have a Shopify page, but i I've, you go back and listen to podcast. We never said our shopify shopify page is gonna save that ass we've never said that okay and uh, you know we've never said that listening audience you look i'm just clowning because i've just heard some of the most asinine stuff as of late you know what i'm saying it's it seems like in the era now with uh you know this information technology you can like talk to brothers and sisters from around the globe instead of trying to pick up on you know uh, uh, understanding political economy, the world—you know what I'm saying? How how it was actually created? I'm not—you know—I say actually created. I mean that in counter distinction to mystical, metaphysical creation, where you fall out of favor with God because you didn't dance for him. That's what the pastor said. And then you didn't pet his lamb. You know, you know. It seems like we're we're regressing. You know, we we think we can a business can save us, but then if you know. I mean, you can't even. I mean, I'm in Texas, HEB. Man, they 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 have they having shorts on chicken and stuff like that, right? So if they're having shorts on chicken, your little minuscule business these this is a big billion dollar imperial monster, right? <laughs> but some kind of way, we're gonna have our black business and feed and we're gonna circulate the dollar and consolidate it global monopoly capitalism. I'm I'm just using all those adjectives because it just sounds crazy. I mean. I mean, I guess what they could do is they could get some black person, you know, and they could like sell us some energy and then they'll be the retail. Oh, there's that word again, retail, right? But the people who own all the mines and the exploration and all that stuff, we know who owns all that. And it ain't your ass. It ain't even the brothers and sisters in Africa. They, you know, they leaders is just, oh, yeah, you get all the mining rights, you get all the exploration rights, take it all. Because that's been our assigned role when you study that. But, hey, look at me. I'm, I, I'm going on a diatribe. So, yes. Okay. Sorry about that. And before we get out of here, don't forget, when you visit us at conscientization101.com or c101magazine.com, sign up to our mailing list for exclusive information and downloads. Hit up our store. Support 100% independent media. Didn't say we're going to free that ass, but support us if we're doing there I go, Keep. What am I doing? Also, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Conscient1, that's C-O-N-S-C-I-E-N-1. On Facebook at Conscientization101 and Instagram at C101editors, okay? Also, uh, I want to say, like, we're working on something so we can get, like, the exclusive content from all the other past... Uh, unabridged interviews and um, all the other digital content that's like exclusive like um, musical commentaries and stuff we're trying to work on getting that so where you can kind of like subscribe for a low monthly price and you just have access to all that catalog and past, present and the future right Uh, it's gonna be available I think iTunes like I said these technologies always changing you know so hey man when you're independent you're gonna gotta have to work on it when you work on it create the content so we're trying to work on that so stay tuned for that we're going to keep you updated on that on how we are going in those regards to get that set up so um all right we'll see you next time with part 2 of our dialogue with MCE so be on the lookout for that and again sincerely i really want to thank MCE that i had that was i was that was i wasn't bowled over by our dialogue, because I was bowled over by the music, but when the dialogue came, I was just really excited. Y'all could tell I really was hopping out of the chair. I love talking to those brothers. Those brothers are great. Y'all need to, y'all need to go to the links that I put in here, at least check out and see if I'm wrong. You know, there the album Knowledge of Self, Volume 2, Death to White Supremacy. Check that out. But I will, I do want to say this. Part two is gonna be pretty much the rbg episode that's what part two is this is going to be straight rbg african sovereignty the things we need to work on to uh set up the future that's what part two is going to be you're going to be rbg and if you don't know what rbg means get off instagram and stop looking at all that other shit and just go look up red black green but why am i saying that to you listening on you know what that means otherwise you'd hate me you'd hate us you know what it is. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm preaching to the choir, but you know. But if if but just in case you don't, you know, little less time on TikTok, okay, and then you can find it, okay. A little less time on TikTok, then you'll be okay. And I mean, that's that's all a part of the dialectics, right? You you you're not gonna. And I hate to, I have to explain this sometimes to people. You can't stay up on everybody's TikTok. You can't even stay up on all our stuff. That's why if you stay on the podcast, take notes. And study that's fine with me because you can't stay up on everybody's TikTok till you don't stop the Instagram search the stories the reels the 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 kills and the thrills and read and build and produce stuff it, it you know it's going to put you in a loop it doesn't work that way it's kind of like you know I like again I'm I'm, I'm working out now back again I got the clear from my uh, neurosurgeon. I can work out, you know, my bones is fusing and stuff. And, you know, I remember, you know, you work out. Somebody said, Oh, man, you write me a workout program? I wanna work out. I'm gonna go 30 times a day. I'm gonna go 30 times a day for 12 hours a year. Huh? I'm gonna go 30 times a day for 12 hours a year. I can't be stopped. Let's just go three days out the week. No, no, because I'm serious this time. I'm serious this time. I'm gonna go all day every day you can't stop me i'm gonna go and they end up not even going one day you see what i'm saying so you just like Fela said go slow go slow you know what i'm saying don't, don't be in such a rush that's the western society have us all embedded with some kind of fomo we don't need that it didn't start with, this this impression didn't start with you as an individual yeah that, that that's just to get us off you know so you know just just calm down you know study wisdom and maturity will help you stop that angst okay so like i said next time is the rbg episode but in the meantime right now before we get out of here we're gonna leave you with some of that healing music i mentioned working out we're gonna leave you with some of that music that you can convalesce to that inspire you music after you done had some surgery okay okay this is a song from MCE that I consider to be like 50 in the Clip 2.0 music. Y'all remember 50 in the Clip from Dead Prayers. Man, That this is what this reminds me of. So we're going to leave on that note. And uh, until next time, next time is RBG time. It's a go. Okay, it's a liberation time. But right now, it's time for fortification cause I got to work on myself peace well boys we hit the jackpot
2: this time MC MC in the building building y'all know what time it is been in my house, picking up some weight Been picking up some weight Cause I wanna cut that 230 down to 208 It's like 230 now I ain't ate since 208 Hungry than the mug in the kitchen Picking up some weight A minute, my decision of what I eat Is a reflection of what's in me I take the direction of what's in me I'm making corrections of what's in me What's in we G-O-D, E-O-B, C E D Until we cool for breaky Work on my conditioning Fight up the conditioning we in unhealthy, healthy, it's unhealthy It don't matter what religion you in, don't matter what tradition you in, don't matter what position I'm in. Position, let myself to be in position. No, but sisters into the years of growing wise and growing old. Besides, come couple mine, become the boat. Two couple just a come and go. Working on machine, come and go. To the fair with the friends who only come and go. When it fell with the end, is only sleep, snow. Outside, we outside, hitting the road. Let's go. I've been working on myself. Steady
5: building up my temple. Gangs on top of gangs. Health as well. Monumental. Eat to live by the code, It's embedded in my mental transformation in the making for myself. I don't resemble I've been working on myself. Steady building up my temple. Gains on top of gains, Health as well. Money Eat to live in by the cold. It's embedded in my mental transformation in the making for myself. I don't resemble. Shungo, Harold, cootie, Spirit Bowl. On a move, on a go. comedic drip, Drake and gold. G-O-D, I am the mold, Flipping the script, exploring the rhyme. Redbird the crib now I pay for my kind. The hood ain't the, the weather restraint strange. I the planes. You think it's a game? Building my immunity. My people war for unity. Your favorite rapper's eulogy. He's selling death to family. The system must dismantle it. Please believe that candle it. This shit gon' burn candlewick. Rbg gon' handle it. In a clip, set up, push up, crunches, dips. Alkaline, my water sip, trip like blast star line of ship. Breadrid, line Panthers, Wild Dolls, speak your peace. Sound out, my regiment be healthy, man. Fruits and veggies, whole grains, you dehydrated. Constipated rappers need a detox. Astronomical precision in alignment, equinox. Flexing my complexion, melanated. Lethal weapons channel my aggression. in myself, I made plenty investments. I've been working on myself, steady building up my temple. Gains on top. Gains, health as well, monumental, eat to live living by the cold. It's embedded in my mental transformation in the making for myself. I don't resemble. I've been working on myself, steady building up my temple. Gains on top of gains, health as well, monumental, eat to live living by the cold. It's embedded in my mental transformation
1: in the making for myself. I don't resemble. I try to figure out, I wanna see. Can I believe what my mind's telling me? Feel it in my body, feel it in my soul Do I come to it, do I let go? Foundations falling, no longer hold Trying to stay up but it's breaking my soul Don't break my spirit, don't break the mold Don't leave me hanging out in the cold Cause they wanna see you empty Even though you got plenty See you lonely.
5: On myself, steady building up my temple, Games on top of games, health as well, monumental, eat living by the code, It's embedded in my mental transformation, in the making for myself, I don't resemble. I've been working on myself, steady building up my temple, Games on top of games, health as well, monumental, eat a living by the code, It's embedded in my mental transformation, in the making for myself, I don't resemble. Conscientization. One. Oh. One.